The North Forker Weekend Podcast is brought to you by Sherry Winter Parker of Corcoran. Sherry is the North Fork's top real estate agent and top producer from 2005 through 2020. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the North Forker Podcast. I am Michalina Defont, and I'm joined today by a very special guest, owner of Love Lane Kitchen, Carolyn Ioni. Hi, Carolyn. Hi, Michalina. Thank you so much for having me. This is I'm awesome. so excited that you're here. Um, I, you're one of my personal favorites. Um, I love you. <laughs> I see you. You're so sweet and so fun to be around, um, and I'm really excited that you're on today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Really. So cool. I love your podcast too. So this is really cool. Thank you. Well, I'm super excited to have you as my guest. Um, You just wrote an amazing guest post on North Forker reflecting on being a restaurant owner through one entire year of COVID. Right. Yeah. And thank you so much for being so positive with the response because um, I definitely was a little nervous about sending it out. It was sort of just written initially for myself really it was almost sort of like a journal entry just for really reflecting on how difficult um it was to kind of look back on today marking that one year that we were told we needed to um be takeout only and so many other businesses were um had to close you know more deemed essential and so you're just looking back on everything um and that was sort of how that was inspired. And, and honestly, it was actually the Magic Fountain post really that inspired me to reach out to you guys because they had posted a really great comment about their struggle as well. And even though I was sorry to hear that they were dealing with that, of course, it made me feel a little bit less alone in knowing that there are other businesses struggling with that. And that was actually what kind of inspired me to reach out with what I had kind of just living on my computer was what I had written that I sent to you was saying, you know, this was really challenging and no one was, you know, um, you know, no one was, was able to escape the effects of this, of, of COVID and the pandemic, but, um, it, I thought maybe it would kind of shed light to other businesses and to other people struggling, just saying, you know, you're not alone. And this was really hard. And, you know, I think it's just an important conversation to have to say, you know, it's like kind of okay to, to sort of admit that you're in over your head and that you're maybe not really okay (laughs) with, with it. Yeah. And we're so glad that you did send that over to us. And, um, you know, I know, even just journaling um, is, is super therapeutic. And I think the aspect of then sharing that um, helps others, like you said, to see that you're not alone. And so many, if not every business owner has had to go through this crazy emotional roller coaster this past year of super high lows, really. Yes. Um, yes. And I think that it is so good, um, even if people are not sharing things publicly like Magic Fountain and um, Mark Lamena from Lutri. Yeah, yeah, what he posted was really good too. Yeah, and I I do think that it's great that, you know, people read these things and they can, it it resonates. Um, I hope so, yeah. And, and, you know, um, 
Exactly. And like you said, like no one was, you know, no one escaped the the effects of this. And, you know, <laughs> you know me too, Michalina, and, and anyone that knows me knows that usually like optimism is my default mode. And, <laughs> and I really do have this like arsenal of gratitude that I use as a tool to just tap into when things get really challenging. And um, it's really helpful. And and, you know, I kind of pride myself on that because I think it also helps other people. If Even if we're just having a rough day or when things really get hard, there's just so much that we have to be grateful for, even when things are really dark. Um, and so I always kind of have that. Um, you know, I have this great support system. I have an incredible family and my husband is amazing. And my team at Loveland Kitchen is exceptional. And even our customers are really amazing. And so, you know, when you're having a difficult time and things get challenging, I always, you know, I always kind of lean on those things. And even when my staff is having a challenging day, we kind of talk it out together. You know, we're just like, listen, you know, things aren't always going to go our way. And there's always going to be difficult people, no matter where you are or what you're doing, there's always going to be those challenging and really, if you think about it, it's completely ridiculous to think that 100% of the time, 100% of the interactions are going to be 100% perfect, you know? Absolutely. It's totally and so, And so just kind of, you know, and that's just how we operate. So when that sort of, you know, ran out a little bit, I almost didn't know really what to do with myself (laughs) because I I just was really struggling and um, it did help definitely to lean on my staff and to, to reach out. But it really, it wasn't until I started to feel kind of more myself when I started to really see the light at the end of the tunnel until I realized how, how, how hard it was to really tap into those usual kind of arsenals of gratitude and optimism that I, I didn't even know can like run out. (laughs) Never, I've never really felt that way before. (laughs) And so it was, it was really eye opening until I was able to really admit that, you know, I, I don't got this right now, you know? And I think too, as business owners, as women, as women bosses, it's an important conversation to have too, because we or at least for myself, I just, I want to be there for the people who I care about. And I want to be there for my team and for everyone who I love. And I just, I want to be on and I want to be there. And I want to know that I want people to know I have their back and I want to be able to have the right thing to say and the right thing to do. And, um, you know, and for so long, we really did, you know, do so many great things right away. Like when we were pivoting to takeout and when we were moving to online ordering and we tried delivery and we set up an outside bar, but then it was just like, you know, challenge after challenge just kept coming up. And after a little while, you just kind of wanted to throw your hands up in the air and give up completely, you know? Of course. And that was a feeling I really wasn't used to. Um, so that was a little, it was a little jarring really. Definitely. And no matter what, I mean, as, as, grateful and as hopeful as we can be everyone's tank depletes at a certain point um right but we all need to realize that we all sadly get there at a right when, it, when it, things come to it um and it's really difficult to kind of get out of there um you yeah have, and yeah I- and you know 
the other thing is too, like I'm, another thing I tried always to do too, is to just keep things in perspective. You know, we still were open. We did close for a little bit and that was really challenging. Um, I just felt like super lost, but you know, even then I was trying to keep things in perspective. I have, you know, my best friends are nurses and teachers, you know, my sister, my friends, they, them and their husbands work full time. They have kids that were home from school, you know, so you're just trying to stay as positive and grounded as you can. Um, which, which is another tool I use too, to just say, listen, you guys, like, you know, let's keep this in perspective. We're, we're here. Like our families are healthy. We're going to get through this, you know? And so I have (laughs) that too, that I think is really important and it does help. But like you said, even with all of those things, (laughs) you know, you even have people that are like asking you what they can do and you don't even know how to tell them how to help you because you just don't even know where to start, you know? Not at all. You totally feel paralyzed in a way um, and don't know where to go from that. Um, You had said, and I quote, that you had an entire army of the savviest and most determined people you'd ever met in your life working with you. And I love that. Um, I want you to tell me a little bit about how they initially calmed your nerves and kind of helped you push through that initial shock and fear when you first found out that we're going to be closing. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That, that was really, you know, everyone just was kind of looking at each other, like, what does this mean? You know? And so, um, we just took it day by day, really at first, like so many other people trying to navigate what was happening and how we were going to kind of, you know, survive it. And then, um, I think it was just really everybody. And I really do believe that too, even just when you look at the other businesses and, the other like hospitality, um, you know, groups around even on the North Fork. I mean, people really showed up and they really stepped up and we did some like food trains and, and really like helping other people really helped us too. Mm-hmm. Um, Paula from the giving room had reached out because she had this great sign up sheet of people who were desperate to help people. And she organized their donations to pay for food that we could have the ability to, to prepare and send to, you know, um, Greenport hospital and Peconic Bay, um, hospital. So a lot of it became this kind of community of reaching out and, um, you know, seeing what we can do when we felt like just so helpless Mm-hmm. And and that made a big difference too. I think the crew was really proud of being able to provide that kind of service and people were able to donate basically in their own way right. to not feel so helpless as well to to provide those meals for us to cook for, you know, the first responders. Um I, I would say that was a big way that we all kind of stepped up and and helped each other out mentally too. Yes. Um And, you know, of course, like just a sense of humor doesn't hurt because, you know, it was (laughs) just like the memes and the, you know, we shared so many, um, you know, funny, funny moments about just quarantining and being closed and trying to just stay as positive as you can. So that helped too. Um, And really just staying connected, you know, just staying in touch. And, you know, I think I texted my staff every day, just 
it was like day 23 of us being closed and I'd be like, okay, so I'm going to clean the chairs today. If anybody wants to come to Lovely Kitchen and help me. And we, I mean, we just did the oddest, weirdest things just to stay busy. And, and that actually really helped too in an odd, in an odd way. Yeah, actually. And I love that you kind of made this to-do list like, okay, if we can't do what we usually do, um, what can we do to kind of get through? And I love that you made adjustments to Loveland Kitchen and you whoever wanted to come to come (laughs) and help out with that. And that really, those little things where you feel like, okay, I have a to-do list and I have things I have to get done. It does help you get through. um, And it helps you kind of just to focus on being mindful and like not yes. big picture about how scary things were and yes. let's just clean these chairs and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Who knew, you know, I yeah, honestly, I should have like invited other people to come and sit on the sidewalk <laughs> and clean chairs. Cause it was actually pretty therapeutic. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great thing. And, I, and you know what? I know that um, you say, you know, how depleted you felt and how kind of at your limits you were. And that makes so much sense. Um, however, those little moments of, inviting others or being positive or sending out a text or sharing a meme um, totally. really make you a beacon um, of hope and light. And I know that you might not feel like you are um, <laughs> hard to think about ourselves like that, but I'm sure um, for so many people, your staffers, your friends and family, you were. And so we have to also keep in mind that um, although it was so hard to find things to be grateful for, I think that, um, you know, you Although you were at your your yeah. point, um, you definitely have become that for so many people, which is really so lovely. Thank you. And you know, it is actually really funny because I um, I had a lot of people who I saw that you know some customers maybe that were just swinging by it, or when we opened for takeout. Obviously, then we felt like okay, at least we've got something going, you know. And and I don't know if we did, you know, the best if we did did the best way, you know. There's no point in like shoulda coulda wooding it right now, you know, because I'm really proud of what we did this summer. But um, you know, of course, then we were finally able to like open to some capacity, and I was really grateful to just, you know, have the doors open because so many other businesses either weren't able to do that or they closed or, you know, we were just like so heartbroken for our industry and for other businesses. And just like this overall, like collective cloud of like grief was just kind of like hanging over everybody, you know? Um, And so I did have some people that I know well, or customers that have been coming to Loveland Kitchen for years. And, you know, after things started to get a little bit more into a groove and we were kind of more ourselves and we sort of started to like, kind of come out of that, like first initial, like, oh my gosh, just tough, tough period there. Um, I had a lot of people tell me they just have never seen me like that before. (laughs) And, and it was funny because I think it's like almost, had this sort of elevated pressure where I knew people were looking to me for that (laughs) light. And I was just feeling like I just like had none to give. And then I could see them get like even extra worried. They were were like, if Carolyn can't keep her optimism, then we're all doomed. And it was just funny because they really helped me though, because I had this one customer dropped off like a lavender spray and like an essential oil. And I just like stood there with this little gift bag and a note that she wrote me and just like cried. And like Ann Smith dropped off this beautiful heart bracelet on I'm heart necklace on my birthday with this little note that was just like, thank you for what you do. And I just was so like 
humbled and verklempt by that because it was so touching. And it was, I don't know if like all the people that were there to say and do those nice, encouraging things will ever know how, how much that meant to me and how much it meant to our crew and being in that kind of like constant state of trying to like be your own cheerleader (laughs) and, and just have someone else just be like, we love you. And thank you for doing this was just, I just don't know if they'll ever know how, how much that meant to, to us at the time. So that really helped us get it through too, you know? Yeah, it does. It does help. And, and it is so important. And and I'm sure you'll never forget those little moments of kindness and thoughtfulness and things that kind of helped to spark you to continue what you do. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, honestly, the the good and the bad really kind of was eye-opening too, because we did have those challenging customers too. And, and some people really, you could just tell they were just so scared and they were just projecting it on us and it wasn't about us. And I understand that. Um, but then there were also just, I think people who were just, you know, tired of, of having to, you know, deal with all the rules and just kind of, you know, just taking it out on us too, you know, but, but even those challenges kind of helped ground us as well, you know, looking back and knowing that those are the things that really test you. And I think that was another reason why I really was able to kind of take a step back and say, wow, I am a little bit in over my head because I reacted in a way that I wouldn't normally react into, which I thought also was kind of important to share because Mm -hmm. it was, it was really hard. And when you, Get, when you react in a way that isn't really your best, yeah. um, it stays with you because you're yeah. just like, shoot, that's so not me. Like, that is not how I want to be treating. Like, that's not what I, I didn't wake up this morning to be like yelling at somebody. On the <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, it's awful. But at the same time, I was like, you know, like, that's just in the moment that was just where I was at. And that was when I was like, wow, okay, you know what? Like I can't be the only one kind of suffering through this and I have to like take a step back and ask for help. And, and that was another really, you know, that those moments help you grow too. I mean, they're not as, you know, glamorous (laughs) (laughs) and maybe you're not as proud of them, but um, at the same time, if you, if you take a minute to really reflect on, why, you know, that happened or what, you know, what really is going on, then I think you do have an opportunity to, to grow and to, and to offer something bigger because you just are kind of like stripped down a bit more and you could just be like, okay. We're all only human, right? Yes, exactly. And I think that we show ourselves that, (laughs) Um, that side of ourselves, it, it is scary and shocking at first, but there's so much <laughs> growth that does come from it and we're better because of it. And yes. that you, the fact that you share that too, um, lets other people see that yes, can do Carolyn, <laughs> taught herself, which I love, um, because you so are, but you're also human. Like yeah. you are like, you have a tremendous amount of weight on your shoulders and you're going to crack sometimes. And yeah. I think it's yeah. so um, amazing that you kind of recognize that in yourself and then like turn to friends and family and staff um, yeah. to kind of help you to push through. Yeah, absolutely. And, and they did, and they did, you know, and we all, we all look back at it now and are just, you know, you know, we all just kind of take a deep breath and shake our heads and say, wow, you know, that was a really challenging year. And just being able to, I think just reflect on that is, is helpful as well. Just 
because we really did come so far and I'm, and I'm just so grateful and proud of, of my team and what we've done and the community was amazing. Um, and you know, you do start to see the light now, you know, and I think that's another, a really important thing is, is that, that you kind of get from reflecting on it because I don't know if I really saw like how hard it was until I started to kind of see that light at the end of the tunnel and feel myself again and feel hopeful and feel solution oriented and start to motivate people again. And, and it was like, all of a sudden it was like just clicked into place again. And, and everyone was like, all right, like we're, we survived this. Like the doors are open or, you know, we're here, you know, which is like the new success story. And and you know we're we're excited like we're excited for the season we're optimistic for the future we're planning like specials again and you know it's not just like that survival mode it's like let's thrive let's have fun let's get back to why we do this in the first place and um you know think of great coffee you know sometimes it's just about like thinking of great cocktails and having specials, like all of those things stopped for a long time because we were just trying to figure out how to survive. And, um, you know, getting back into that again, you start to like, you know, have fun with it. And you're like, wow, I really missed this aspect of the job that we do. And it's really nice to feel like we're heading in that direction where our focus can be on those things that um, we just love to do and that brings people joy and that we're known for and and just kind of get back into that Um into that work. Yeah, I love to hear that. And it's true that being able to plan things for the future and talk and think about future stuff, um, it's really hopeful and it feels so good. And it's like one of those like happy things, like you get excited for it. Um, yeah. And you guys share that so well with um, with your customers that come in um, that don't just come in there for a meal, they come in there for a feeling. And I think that people are so excited um, to see what's in store. Yeah. And the, you know, the cust like I've had some really incredible conversations with our, you know, our customers that come in, you know, we have so many regulars and, and even newer people that, you know, they'd been quarantining for a year and was their first day out and they got their vaccine and they came out for the first time and, you know, chatting with a lot of our customers that way has been so comforting because everyone is just a little shell shocked. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think it's also helped people, you know, instead of just rushing through the day and rushing through your breakfast and rushing through your order and just being on to the next thing, I think it did, you know, people are actually answering questions a little bit more honestly, you know, instead of just saying like, oh, hey, what's up? How are you? I'm great. Good. No, it's like, you know what? Actually, like, I'm better now, but for a while there, it was was over my head, you know, and it just invites people to be like, yeah. And I think that kind of vulnerability is like this instant connection and a little bit more of like that human element where it's not just like so rushed through. It's a little bit more honest and it's a little bit more real. And, and to me, it's, really refreshing because I feel like then it's just another opportunity to connect with people on a level that we would have never been able to before. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And obviously there were so many and still are so many awful things um, happening. Um, but at the same time, I feel like we are coming out of this realer and kinder and more thoughtful. And I hope so. Yeah. I'm so thankful for it. I see that. I've never yeah. been able to have the time never would have thought about pausing the way we've had to um, and to really like reflect on what really matters and like be the best versions of ourselves, even when that's so hard to do. 
Yeah. Um, but I feel like sometimes kind you of- kind of have to see like the worst version first. <laughs> exactly. <That's so> <laughs> no, I'm kidding, but <laughs> but it's true, and I do see that. You know, I do see that happening. You know, people are a little bit um, a little bit more present yeah. for sure. Um, well, Carolyn, thank you so much for coming on and sharing. Thank your- you so much for having me. It's been amazing to have you on. And again, um, you are so wonderful. And anyone who has ever met you or set foot in Loveling Kitchen feels that. And so thank you for sharing your Thank you. Thank you. It's, uh, it's trust me, it's uh, not just me. It's a whole, <laughs> there's an <laughs> army of people behind me that helped that happen. So, so thank you so much for recognizing it and for having me and, and, you know, hang in there too. Keep up the good work because um, the work you guys do is uh, really positive for us as well. So thank you so much. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening and be sure to tune in next week while we talk about our Upline Magazine. Thanks, Carolyn. Thanks, Michalina.